Hello and welcome to Talking Talkies. We're your host Benny and Mina. And thank you for joining us. So before we get into the episode, uh, a bit of housekeeping as we usually do. Uh, please be sure to click the follow button so that you can get an update when a new episode drops. Also give us a rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify so that the podcast can get some visibility. And if you're not familiar with our show and you're listening to us for the first time, it's really very simple. We just talk about movies that we love, and uh, it's usually movies from around the globe, predominantly English, uh, but we also discuss a lot of Indian movies and the occasional Korean movie. Uh, we're still in the initial phase where we are trying to figure out what you know what format we want to do these discussions in, and so you know you'll see us evolve as we you know go along in the coming weeks and months but uh yeah thank you for joining us and of course a word of caution there will be spoilers ahead again this is uh the movie that we're going to discuss it's not really one of those things where it's going to be a huge shocker or a twist yeah. at the end <laughs> exactly but still if you <laughs> if you don't want to get spoiled uh you can go ahead and watch the movie first uh but the movie that we are going to discuss today is a classic from bollywood uh movie that released in the year 2000 it's Hera Fairy. just to clarify to the listeners, uh, Benny, thanks for spelling out the year because there was another Amitabh Bachchan and Vinod Khanna 1975 classic by the same name, Hera Fair. Yeah. So it's not that. We are going to discuss this comedy that... Again, surprisingly, a lot of Bollywood comedies didn't do well in theatres when they released. They were actually flops or average hits. To name a few, Jani Bido Yaro and Andaza Pyapna, which are like cult classics now, have a cult fan following. Hera Feri was similar. It wasn't a hit when it released, but when it started playing on cable and television is when it started garnering a big following. And that's why it's now hailed as one of the top comedy movies in Bollywood. But does it still hold good after 23 years of its release? We will find out. Uh, for the listeners, the cast of this film was Paresh Rawal, uh, who plays Babu Rao Ganpat Apte, which has become an iconic character in Bollywood. Akshay Kumar, Sunil Shetty, Tapu. And supporting cast was Om Puri, Mukesh Kanna, Kulbushan Karbanda and Gulshan Grover. It was directed by Priyadarshan. Uh, Priyadarshan is one of the most renowned directors in Malayalam and Hindi film industry. And I think he's done a few Tamil films as well. Uh, yes. When he was going through his filmography. Uh, some of the Hindi films which I ended up watching or which were Malayalam translated to Hindi were Kala Pani. And then uh, the Hindi films were Virasat and Gardish. Again, remakes of South Indian films and very, very massive hits. Hera Feri, I think, was one of his first comedy into uh, Hindi films. And this led to him directing few more comedies. Uh, and I think uh, some of our listeners who are Bollywood buffs might already know, such as Hangama, Garam Masala, Fir Hera Feri. 
Actually, Hera Fairy was a remake of a 1989 Malayalam film, Ramji Rao speaking, which was in turn inspired by a 1971 film, See the Man Run. So, multiple remakes are happening uh, in this. Quickly, the synopsis. Raju, played by Akshay Kumar, and Sham, uh, played by Sunil Shetty, are two unemployed young men uh, who are under debt, family pressures, and are currently renting a room in the house of Babu Rao Ganpat Apte, played by Parish Raghun. He owns Star Garage, but he's also severe, under severe debt with his creditors. His garage's landline ends up getting wrong numbers directed to Star Fisheries. And what happens is one of these phone calls ends up with these three getting entangled in a kidnapping plot. And the entire then movie is all about the chaos that ensues around this whole wrong number and wrong call. So Benny, I actually watched this movie, I think on cable after some time. I don't remember. I have really no recollection of whether I watched it in the theaters or not. But I probably watched it on television. But you hadn't watched it up till now. So... That is Did right. You, yeah. So uh, obviously I have a little bit of nostalgia value. I have a little bit of, uh, well, at that time it worked. And I do realize some things didn't work for me uh, the sec- on the second rewatch. On the rewatch I did recently for the podcast. But I want, I want you to say, what exactly did you like about this film first? And then we can go down a lot of things that didn't work for us, which I think we have a lot of big list. <laughs> yeah. Well, so... I've yeah I've, I didn't watch this movie for the first time till a few days ago, but I'm very familiar with the movie in the sense that I've seen scenes from this movie. Yeah. I've seen memes about memes. scenes from this movie. <laughs> it's big. Um, it's big on memes. Trust me. <laughs> and yeah, and the character played by Paresh Rawal, like that's like you said, iconic character that. Yeah. Even if you're not super familiar with the film or even like Bollywood, like if you're in any way familiar with how you know memes about memes from indian films you know uh, work and you'll see a lot of you know memes from based on his character and they're almost always funny just because of his expressions and you know when i watch like random scenes or clips on social media or tv like the dialogue delivery is always you know perfect um he nailed the Marathi accent. So Babura Ganpat yeah. Apte is a Maharashtrian, like a typical Marathi Manus. And he mm-hmm. nailed it. The accent, the delivery, his whole demeanor, his whole attitude, he just nailed it, which is why Paresh Rawal, I mean, Paresh Rawal speaks Gujarati, if I'm not mistaken. So for him to do pull it off, I thought I was very impressed, extremely impressed. Yeah, I would go as far to say that this movie, for me, uh, you know, watching it more than 20 to 23 years later and watching the movie from start to finish, I feel a, a huge part of the success really falls under uh, Parish Rao's feet. It does. Um, if it wasn't for his character, I think this would be kind of like a mid to average kind of comedy, Absolutely. but he really elevates and kind of takes things multiple steps ahead in terms of the humor. Um, so yeah, watching it uh, for the first time a couple of days ago, I, I liked it. I, I wouldn't say it was like one of the greatest comedy films that I've ever seen. Not at all. <laughs> and we can we can break that down. We can discuss, debate, whatever. But uh, it was not terrible. <laughs> Let's start with that. Uh, I, I I enjoyed. Um, you know, you you asked like, what did you like about the film? I would say I, I the, the the thing that I enjoyed the most was 
uh, Paris Rawal's performance. And I think yeah. that was a huge, huge factor in this. Yeah, same. Absolutely for me. Uh, Paris Rawal, uh, when I was watching it again, I'd see, that, like you said, there are a lot of scenes we refer, then there are cult fans who almost will know each and every dialogue by heart and they'll bring up, bring it up in the right moment or the when, you know, in the right discussion or for the right joke, they'll have it already. Um, yeah. I am not that cult of fan, but I absolutely remembered all the lines when I was re-watching it. I was like, oh my God, yes, this was an iconic line. Oh, oh my God, Parish Rawal delivered it this way. And for me, every time he was on screen, I was laughing my heart out. Half of the movie when he was not there, I was like skipping, watching it in 1.5x. <laughs> I'm like, I cannot deal with these. The songs were yeah. me. I'm like, so many things to talk about. But yeah, but for the listeners, I would say just if you want to know why Parish Rawal is so awesome. And by the way, a little bit of background, Penny. Parish Rawal was mainly doing villain roles, okay? Before before Andaz Apna Apna, which was a 94 release. He was always doing villain roles, uh, never like really explored a comedy angle. And then he does this, another iconic, uh, he plays a double role in Andaz Apna Apna and he did the Teja and the Bajaj characters. He just elevated them. Like his dialogue delivery in Andaz Apna Apna is another level. Like it has got a massive cult following. And then he goes and does Babu Raghunpad Apte. And then he ventured into a lot of like supporting um, roles, serious roles, which were not the negative characters. And he won accolades for so many of them. Again, he's got a great theater background. Sardar is one of his, where he played the central character of Sardar Vallabhai Patil, probably one of his best performances I have watched. So it's not just that people will watch this movie and think Paresh Rawal is only like comedy. Actually not. He's right. one of the most versatile actors in India and uh, very, very um, popular with the kids of 90s and 2000s, especially for Andaz Apna Apna and uh, this movie. It starts off with it, the opening scenes of Sunil Shetty, I think, coming into Bombay looking for a job. Okay. And he goes into a bank. And I'm trying to think, this is 2000. Who does this? Who walks into a bank and says, I need a... I, I, yeah. I get the... Uh, uh, if it's a... I, I think if it's a government organization or it's a Sarkari bank, as they say, run by the government, mm-hmm. uh, there was to be a concept of if your parent has uh, died while in job, then the job is offered to the um, kid. If the kid is of working age, then he gets... Uh, the right to apply for the job. I think this rule existed somewhere. I didn't go fact check on anything. So I kind of bought that premise that he's come there because his father died and he wants to now get the job after. Yeah, especially for uh, any non-Indian viewer who's watched this movie and it's like, that's absurd. I'm sure this is just for the movie. Just to let you know, this is is not just a just for comedy written scene, it, this is what how it happens. And I mean, this is what used to happen. I don't know if it yeah. still does. Same, yeah. Like, like I don't Mino know. mentioned, you know, like, yeah, uh, usually the, the child can claim, yeah, uh, like a job if the parent has, parent has, or some like, yeah, close relative, I think, it has died um, in, while on duty. Okay. So, um, yeah. and like not retired or whatever. So I think that's he, and he comes and he realizes his job has been uh, given away to somebody else. And he doesn't know who it is. And in steps, you know, Tabu. <laughs> you know, can I can I say very quickly? Uh, I mean, this this scene really kind of set the tone of the film for me yeah. because you know, like we're talking about this, what should have been kind of like a serious, kind of like tragic circumstance, right? Like you yeah. know, he's going and asking for a job because his father had died while working there, but it quickly descends into this kind of 
absurdity. I call it the theater yeah. of the absurd because <laughs> he ends up arguing with the manager uh, over the you know when his father died, where his father died. Did his father die before the other guy died? Because then that guy probably gets precedence. It's almost like kind of mocking yeah. the bureaucracy in a way. I don't know if that yes. was the intention, but it does kind of set the template for kind of, it sets the conflict. It sets up yeah. the conflict between Sunil Shetty's character and Tabu's character. Uh, yeah. I think, and, I, I thought that was kind of like a good platform. Correct. And before Tabu sets in, I mean, the person who's gotten the job instead of Sunil Shetty, before that, there's a small scene of where he interacts with Akshay Kumar and how he ends up in Babu Raghunpat Apte's house because some relative of his in where he comes from north of India has recommended his name and he comes and I think it was that time you just popped up at somebody's place in India saying look I have this reference can I I was told I could stay with you so this is not absurd or out of the blue this used to happen I think it still happens in small towns and cities in India I think that's how it works uh, you you live off a lot of trust uh, element uh, of people or whom you know. So he lands up. Obviously, he and Akshay Kumar have a terrible uh, interaction where he thinks Akshay Kumar has is a pickpocket who has stolen his wallet, which is again funny. So he goes chasing, trashes. That was a great it. scene, by the way. That's a great <laughs> scene. He goes, trashes the shit out of Akshay Kumar. Doesn't know what has hit him, and he takes the wallet. And he finds it's Akshay Kumar's wallet, whereas his own wallet and his own pocket. He was just looking at the wrong pocket. So it's a I series so of misunderstandings. Sure. <laughs> you know, that particular scene, like, I was so sure that Akshay Kumar had taken Nicked his it. wallet because we kind of, you know, it was kind of implied that, you know, he's the kind of character who would do such a thing. Yeah, yeah. And so when Akshay Kumar was acting all, like, confused, I was like, okay, he's just, you know, acting. Nothing. The character is acting like he doesn't know anything. And when he runs away, <laughs> his character discovers like two wallets and he's like, that was, uh, yeah, that was really was nice. too hilarious. Think. And then the police, so Akshay Kumar's gone and got the police and now the police are chasing. This is a reverse chase happening. Yeah. So anyway, these guys obviously, and as, as Bollywood would go on coincidences would go, he lands up at Parish Ravel's uh, garage and Parish Ravel says, okay, I can rent you out a room. Will you pay me rent? Because... He has Akshay Kumar who's renting a room in his house who's not paying him rent, which is why he's doing all the housework and cooking, etc. So they end up and it's a, again a very hilarious mocking scene. And again, see, you are, Bollywood is kind of now got used to all the lavish sets and the Kejo's mm-hmm. world of, you know, big lavish houses, stinking rich cars yeah. and, you know, lots of money, all the brands. This movie had nothing of it because literally... Uh, if you see <laughs> Baburao Apte's house, you're like, how how are people even living here? <laughs> because the loo doesn't how have... How is it not falling apart? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The loo doesn't have a lock. So he's like, do you sing? And he's like, why doesn't your loo have a lock? And he's like, do you sing? And he's like, why should I sing? He's like, if you don't want anybody to see you while you're pooping, then you have to sing. <laughs> so people know you're inside. It's like, it's such ridiculous nonsense happening. Yeah. When he shows him the shows him the well. And this is where Baburao's sarcasm starts coming out. And you realize, okay, Parish Ravel is going to uplift this character one by one, one by one steps. Is Sunil uh, Shetty looks and he's like, oh, this well is very uh, deep. So he's like, you don't have to dive in and uh, 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 bathe in it. You have to just pull the water with the bucket and you should be fine. So he's like, <laughs> totally so sarcastic to him. Like, it's a matter of fact, like, just do this. What's the problem? And then he discovers Akshay Kumar sharing. And then they have a big showdown where Akshay Kumar says, I'm going to walk off. And, you know, if you make this guy stay here, Parish 
I was like, walk off. I don't care. You don't pay me rent anyways. <laughs> this guy will pay me rent. Yeah. And obviously Akshay Kumar has nowhere to go. And then they three get stuck with uh, each other. When they are having this fight is when Tabu comes. And she says like, I need uh, you to not take up this job. And so Dilshad is like, what do you mean? She's like, no, no, I have already applied for it and I want it. And he's like, no way, I'm not going to give up on the job. This is why I came for, I have a debt to pay, blah, blah, blah. And then Akshay Kumar obviously wants revenge. So <laughs> he goes and meets Tabu and saying, I will get you what you want. We are best friends. He's innocent. He doesn't know. He will sign it for you and all. And obviously then uh, he forges the letter and he gets a sign. Uh, and do you want to take it when they come into the uh, office when Sunil Shetty discovers that Tabu's got his job by frauding him? Yeah, Tab- uh, I- I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more in detail, but uh, Tabu's performance in this film, it was not terrible, but it was also not one of those things I would be like, oh my God, this is such a great performance. Um, and you, I think you. we kind of, <laughs> I-, I feel like she didn't, she was way too overqualified for this role. <laughs> <laughs> they could have put someone else. I mean, she she did w- kind of her thing, but I almost felt distracted at times. I'm like, wait, Tabu's doing this role? Like, why? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't know where she was in her career, uh, you yeah. know, when she did this movie. But, I was yeah. going to bring this up later and like later on as to talk about, we started talking about the cast and how they all came together. But I'm glad you brought it up right now. So it was really difficult for me in 2023 to watch Tabu in this film. Even at that point, I was wondering, because see, Tabu, Tabu had a very weird career graph in the sense that her debut film, which was Prem, was extended for ages. It was just not releasing. So eventually, she gave up on that, as in she gave up hopes. And then I think she made her debut through an action film called Vijay Path, which is a very typical action Bollywood film where female leads are just there for the romance angle and diversion for the hero and Tabu isn't a great dancer and I was like how is she going to click as a commercial heroine she's pretty but this something is off and Prem isn't a great film either but then I noticed Tabu and I became a fan or I realized like wow she's probably going to end up if she goes keeps this going she's going to end up as one of my favorite actresses is Marches with Gulzar which is a brilliant film and then she went and did Kalapani with Priya Darshan. Then she did Virasat uh, with Priya Darshan, which is, again, she was amazing. And then she goes and does Hututu with Gulzar, which is, again, a very political film, but she was brilliant. And I'm like, that is here in Hera Feria. And I, I get it. You have to balance commercial and yeah. your, you know, artsy films or films that are satisfying as an actor. I get that. But I have no idea why she chose this role because there is this role has no relevance to the whole movie. Like it's just there yeah. for the initial distraction in the to set. I think Sunil Shetty's struggle ca- character struggle in, but Tabu plays nothing. She has not, no nothing pivotal happens with her character in the entire film. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, Karishma Kapoor was right to say no to this character where she was in her career. And I have no idea why Tabu did it. She probably did it because she likes Priya Darshan too much. And I was going to say that seems more like a favor say no. for the director. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She couldn't say no. But uh, I was like, Tabu, why are you? And there, there's this irritating song, okay, where like, so where the boss is Asrani, who's also been a very common comedian. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very He's well. He's got that comedian. face too. He's got yeah. a very comic face. 
<laughs> he was like, you watch old Amitabh Bachchan 70s movies. Astrani was almost in all of them. And he was fun. No doubt about that. And my God, he's trying to tell her that woo him and get him to like sign off this job for you. Say like no objection and it, he's okay with it. Yeah, that didn't age well, by the way. <laughs> totally not. <laughs> totally not. You do not do this. And the song is so irritating. Like who writes lirics like... What the hell does that even mean? I was like, it irritated me at that time. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe Bollywood went down this route. So yeah, her part didn't age well for me at all. And I was like, Tabu, you didn't even need to be in the movie, honestly. Uh, I love you, but really, I don't know why you're there. What are you doing here? I I, I guess at, at the very least, she can always have that in her portfolio to say, hey, I was part of this cult yeah. comedy hit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, beyond that. It's it's not really a, a taboo movie. It's not like no. one of those things that when we talk about our filmography, it's not going to be one of those roles that no. you highlight. No, never. And again, I was constantly feeling well. If she had to be cast opposite, at least cast her opposite Akshay Kumar, who can act a bit. Sunil Shetty just cannot act. <laughs> All I mean, right, lay off Sunil Shetty, please. <laughs> we'll get to him. We'll get to him. You're Tabu with Sunil Shetty, you gotta be kidding me. Why? Who was going to buy this at that point? <laughs> but anyway, yeah. that's where we were. So, anyway, so you know, Sunil Shetty's given up. He realizes uh, he goes to see that he realizes Tabu is in equal poverty and she needs the job. So, he's like depressed about it and he comes back. And um, the funny part is when all the story about Sunil Shetty is going on, there is Paresh Ravel's, which is the whole plot of the movie, right? His garage is getting constantly wrong numbers for star fisheries, which results in very uh, funny dialogues uh, throughout the way because he's totally irritated with all the wrong numbers that he's getting. Uh, so one of, one of the dialogues was, the guy calls, Ki machi ka kya hua? so what happened to the fish? He's so frustrated. He says, Wo main machi na thel mein laga ke fry karte, karke kha gaya. So like I fried the fish and I ate it. He's so frustrated. <laughs> I'm like, but the way I cannot say it as well as obviously Parish Ravel says, but you have to see the scene to see his expressions and his dialogue delivery. Like it's like sarcasm is just flowing all over and his irritation with when are these right? When, when will somebody call, call me for star garage and not star fisheries? So that's where his total uh, frustration is. But anyways, uh, and they are, they are at the night then sitting depressed. Sunil Shakti is depressed. Akshay Kumar is depressed over his, mother's uh, i think illness or is it or he or he has told her that i am abroad and i've come from abroad and I have this big office or something so he's under severe debt trying to uh, make uh, money as well and then they get the phone call which do you want to yes that which kicks off the plot main plot of the movie finally and i realized i checked the time okay <laughs> benny like for one hour they're just doing nonsense is happening it's just it's sheer parish travel carrying the whole film for the first one hour okay on his dialogues nothing else yeah there's, there's nothing happening in the movie if you go to see and you're like where is this movie headed <laughs> so tell me about but it. i i i did i i did not mind that actually mm. you know that whole that you know the, everything leading up to the phone call yeah uh which sets the actual plot into motion um because for one it was funny yeah. right yeah it yeah, was definitely. funny yeah. uh le- Obviously led by Parish Rawal, but the others too did a decent job, and uh, I thought Akshay Kumar did, did a pretty good job too. Oh, he um, did, he did, he... and you know what? With his background, he was doing all these action movies, right? He was like the mm-hmm. Kiladi. He did a series of these Kiladi movies. Some of them were quite B grade sleazy movies, also. So Akshay Kumar, 
actually was only known didn't nobody knew he could do comedy that well yeah. so i think it was yeah. his first comedy film and i was reading somewhere or was it one of his old interviews where he said he gives credit to his entire comic timing to priyadarshan because priyadarshan taught him how to respond and be spontaneous uh, mm. in such movies and then he went on to do a string of good uh, comedy films as well so uh, right yeah. right and because he has that he has some some actors are just blessed with this kind of like a funny bone where they can yeah. easily play those roles and Correct. others probably like uh, sunil shetty is probably a good example that you know they're not meant for those roles <laughs> and it's fine find something sunil, that works sunil for you, is, you know? <laughs> sunil shetty is not meant for acting but we'll get um, there <laughs> yeah so actually kumar did a, a pretty good job I, i thought he overacted a little bit in the emotional scenes but other yeah. than that he was pretty good in, in the comic scenes and so overall that first kind of first third or the first act of the movie was fine you know the characters we were introduced to the characters their life situations there's yeah. a lot of funny scenes and you were you know you're slowly as a viewer you're kind of drawn into their world and you're like let's see where this ride goes and then the phone call comes in and that sets the actual part of the movie and now you're all yeah. in so i i didn't mind that i thought it was i never felt like okay where is this going why is it taking so long to get to the point because as a comedy most of the time comedy is not really about the plot it's really no. about the scenes that make you laugh and yeah. just like forget about everything else you know so yeah. i thought you know the director did a great job in that what i felt is though there were so many songs and each song was like 6 or 7 minutes long and yeah. i'm like come on get over it <laughs> yeah i don't know if you want to talk about the music like right now you can. but uh, you can <laughs> okay so the weakest point of the movie was definitely 100%. the songs 100% uh, it I think uh, and I'll give my rating at the end of this episode but uh it's not going to be a very high rating and the biggest reason for that is every time a song came along it completely derailed the film for me. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. one it was long like you mentioned. Like 7 minutes. <laughs> each song was so long that I was like how is the song still going on? And <laughs> or what is the context i look i know a lot yeah. of bollywood songs are dream sequences and things like but you know how akshay kumar's entry starts with this song in dubai and you're like what's the context where is this coming from you don't even know what his character is so if they had set him that he's poor and then he's dreaming about it you get that but i was like randomly the song starts yeah. and i'm like what's going on yeah and because so not just the the positioning of the songs within the movie because every time they the songs came on yeah. it, it was it was kind of frustrating because you were Correct. just getting into it and then suddenly you're like taken out of it exactly. which uh was frustrating but also the songs itself were not great oh, i saw God. who the composer was and i was surprised because anur malik is you know one of the more popular yep you know bollywood composers and i was thinking each song except pro- probably the is that the tanak tanak tan song yeah uh, I I think uh, when that song came out it was a pretty big hit because I feel like I I remember hearing that a lot way yeah. too many times wherever I went um but outside of that even that song now when I watched it fully I was like okay this is not that great no it <laughs> isn't so, oh, none of the songs were great and it was so distracting it was uh, I was just taken out of it every time the songs came on and, so and you know how it was right at that time there was a trend of adding a song at the end or then they'll have this item song is a must and you got to have a cameo of some actress there right, who's right. not a part of the film so in this case it was 
going to be Ravina, I think. And she said no. And then Namrata Shirodkar came, who I don't think does a great job anyways with dance or expressions. And uh, this song obviously just kept playing, kept bombarding at you through MTV, Channel V, days. And you're yeah. like, okay, fine. Yeah. That's how it became popular. I don't think any, the music didn't work. The songs didn't work. I'm like, if you take those out, you probably had a great 90 minute film, which was, would have been much more impactful and much right. more comic uh, for the viewers. So I wholeheartedly agree with you. I was really bored, honestly. That's what I'm saying. The first one hour, I was like, why are you taking so long? I know the plot of the movie, which is more fun. Get to it. Uh, so yeah, you know, I would think that's think. a sign of the times as well. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Nowadays, totally. I see a lot of movies, Indian movies, where they're either reducing the number of songs. Yes. Or if they do put songs, it's like very short. Because yes. when you get like the audio track, you know, like like an album, they release yeah. the full song. But it, within the movie itself, it's usually like a minute or two at the most. Yeah. And in some cases, they even go further and don't have any songs at all. So it's like an ongoing discussion. But I can see how 20 years ago, like producers would have been like, what are you saying? We need to have songs. Yeah. We need to have yeah. long songs. We need yeah. to have like, foreign locales. Foreign exactly. <laughs> exactly. We need, Even we if need it doesn't make extras. any sense to the movie. <laughs> you just have to. They were like probably given, oh, no, you. we need six songs in this. We need like 30 minutes of songs here. Yeah. So you know, we need to fill it up. I just have a script for one and a half hours, but the next 30 minutes yeah. need to be filled up or whatever. If I so. had watched this in the theater, I would have definitely got got up and yeah. went and got like a popcorn or something like that. Totally. I would not have sat through this. Totally. That's what I'm thinking that I definitely didn't see this movie in the theaters for sure. I've definitely watched it on cable or television for sure. Uh, so that's, so anyway, they get the call and uh, then Akshay Kumar gets this bright idea of, uh, first of all, later. So this is fun and this is where, you know, it's 23 years and you realize how the tech has changed everything. Obviously, phone yeah. numbers were listed not on the internet, but on yellow pages. Everybody, every I... house had a yellow pages book. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a, yeah, kind of like a good flashback thing for yeah. me. I was thinking, oh, wow, yo, let's remember those days. Like, I feel old now, you know, <laughs> when I saw exactly. that. Exactly. So, you know, for the young, if there are any Gen Z uh, listeners who have, you know, never, ever known what are Yellow Pages books because you just Google and find the number. <laughs> well, every household had a Yellow Pages book where your number was listed and you could find numbers of Amitabh Bachchan as well as Shah Rukh Khan. They were you know, literally and, Yellow Pages, by the yeah, way. Literally, they were literally it's not just a fancy name. <laughs> yeah. So Star Fisheries and Star Garage were listed in alphabetical order and their numbers had got interchanged. So this is how these guys figure out that why they are getting the wrong number. So they call the number which is listed against Star Fisheries, which is Babu Rao's number. They said, oh, he says, that's my number. So they're like, okay, let's call the Star Garage number what has been listed. So that's how they end up calling Star Fisheries. They find out the actual number and then they realize that, okay, this is owned by a big, big, very, very rich businessman and his granddaughter has been kidnapped and he has been asked for a ransom. So Akshay Kumar then devises the plot says, oh, well, you know, let's make quick money. We'll ask double the ransom. We'll also help the girl so the rich man doesn't have to go and we'll get double the ransom from the rich man. So this is all this uh, circle starts. Uh, and Kulbushan Karbanda, who's actually also very, uh, was a renowned actor, uh, then just plays the supporting cast of the grandfather. And he says, okay, fine. He's very gullible and he just wants his granddaughter back. He's like, I'll meet you. But uh, his servant overhears and tells his neighbor, who's a police inspector, like, look, I think the daughter, granddaughter is in trouble. This guy's going to pay the ransom. Go catch the thieves. <laughs> so, <laughs> by the way, who plays the role of the cop? Is By, by, by any chance, is that the same guy who plays Shaktiman? 
Yes, well done, Benny, on the trivia. <laughs> the whole time I was watching, I'm like, why does he look so familiar? Like, I can't place him. And I, I forgot to Google it later, but I was like, yeah. the whole time I was watching the movie, I was like, his face is so familiar, but I cannot place him. And I was like, oh, that's, yeah. it must be. <laughs> but he became a bigger, bigger known, very, very popular because he played uh, Pitama Bhish in Mahabharat uh, series, which ran on DD, which is one of the most popular series ever in the days of Doordarshan. Uh, Sundays 9 to 10 were blocked, or was it 10 to, 9 to 10 were blocked for Mahabharat. You wouldn't see any person on the street at that time. That's how it was. So he became very, very popular. And it was very difficult for me. And, and this is what happened. All the characters who had become famous through Ramayan and actors and through Mahabharat, it was yeah. very difficult to see them in normal movie roles uh, as supporting cast or whatever. But I think Mukesh Khanna appeared in a lot of movies uh, okay. in the supporting cast. So yes, well done, Benny. That, that, you got that right. <laughs> he was part of my Sunday's, uh, Sunday, was it Sunday mornings? Right? Like, yeah, Shakti Man uh, was at that time. Yeah, Yeah, growing up, like we only used to have, this was when I was living in India. And yeah. so, you know, Doodarshan every Sunday morning. Didn't really understand a lot because I didn't understand Hindi Correct. at that point. But uh, it was like a superhero, right? Shakti exactly. is a superhero character. Exactly. An yeah. Indian superhero character. That's all I needed to know as a kid. And so I remember exactly. watching a lot and not understanding it, but <laughs> enjoying it. Exactly. And I almost forgot Gulshan Grover, who was also very mm. known for his villain roles in Bollywood films. Like, I think every 90s movie and 2000 must have had Gulshan Grover as the baddie. Uh, I almost forgot he was the baddie in uh, the Kabira uh, uh, in this movie as well. So I was like, oh, yes, he was also there. Okay, great. I got, I get this. I, it's coming back to me now. So uh, they call and they decide. And really funny, uh, they wear helmets because they don't want the faces to be seen. And Baburao struggles because... His glasses were so iconic. I have no idea how Parish Rawal so, filmed through those glasses. <laughs> I, no I, I made a note while I was watching the movie that I was just saying a huge part of the humor for this character portrayed by Parish Rawal, I think, was his appearance. Right? Yes. You know, it was a body language. It was a dialogue delivery. Sure, but his appearance. You know, his expressions, his constant state of confusion or yes. just like irritation. <laughs> <laughs> and his glasses just magnified it. I don't know if it would be would have been the same without the glasses. I feel like it, I also don't know. It just added so much. It might have might as well have been like a separate character on its own. Correct. This film. <laughs> Completely agree. I mean, his whole get up, right? The dhoti and the uh, banyan inside. Like it is so yeah. typical of uh, Maharashtrian households. Like the men, you know, it's like. <laughs> Like people of those age and that age group, uh, I was laughing my heart out like Parishal's whole getup. I felt like the director focused only on Apte's character. Nobody else got yeah. that focus, and that's why he just stood out in, in every aspect. <laughs> Another funny scene, and like this one is like some of the Bollywood films are just great and mindless comedy. So they wear helmets and they are waiting uh, for the car to arrive, right? So they go and hide behind a tree. Parishravan's yeah. character starts to piss and I'm like what are you doing? <laughs> Akshay Kumar's like what are you doing? And he's like oh did we not take a loo break? And he's like no why would you do that? <laughs> I was like this is like no context like what's but it is so in character for Parishravan. So anyway they get caught 
by because of film uh, the inspector arrives at that point and it it fails and again the whole scene right how they dodge the police is very unbelievable but you buy it yeah. because it's just bollywood right yeah 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 absolutely there are so many things in this that if you start looking deeply it's going to yeah, fall apart because exactly. there was so many things that had to happen so many convenient things so you just have to buy into it, like okay this is bollywood logic so exactly uh so that that was that. so obviously the first plan has failed and they're like what do we do you know what do we do again again the phone call i think uh, first uh, and then they go into moral dilemma right at that point after the first uh Uh, failure the first the, failed attempt yes yeah yeah should we do it or not and because they've all promised like he's got so sunil shetty is by the time falling for tabbu so he's gone and promised that i'll help you i'll give you some money so you can clear the land landlord's debt and you know you and your mother get your mother treated etc and he knows that's not going to happen now uh paresh ravel i think has promised all his uh, creditors that i'm going to settle your debt and now that which was very very a uh, confident of him by the way you know the way he was calling each one of them and telling them. i was like wow i wish i had this level of confidence and akshay kumar and sunil shetty's expressions at that point telling what are you on earth are you doing why would you do this so all this chaos has happened they all are in a moral dilemma at that point but they realize they all need the money so they are going to go for it so they said okay you know what we'll we'll wait for the phone call to come so even that whole kabira speaking and how they react to the phone call it was like quite comedy uh, in terms of how it was portrayed and i think they did a good job so anyway they call and they said fine we we need the ransom again so they decide that we will help out uh and uh, in between all this by the way oh i have to talk about uh, om puri's character yeah yeah which is uh, which is uh, so again om puri uh i think i don't remember is it national school of drama or fti again very renowned actor serious roles arts role uh, did some villainous roles mainly character roles but mainly art cinema okay then he comes um as this uh, sardar ji from that village in north of india punjab <laughs> because yeah. sunil shetty's character owes him 35000 rupees which he has he needs it to get his sister married and they are i think childhood friends or whatever neighbors or whatever so he comes chasing after sunil shetty and sunil shetty is always giving him what i would say is the word correct word is chakma so he's already constantly avoiding him or evading him somehow or the other but anyway he gets hold of him and he's like threatens him like i need my money back and then sunil shetty's like yeah yeah totally So there's a whole uh, scene of they are going now. They've decided they all are dressed, which is really funny because helmets were not enough, and they need to hide their faces. They all dress up as Zoros, three of them, and Parish Ravel is yeah. extremely funny in that whole getup. And they're off, and Ompuri comes with this whole gang of <laughs> Sardarchis, shouting, uh, "What was the slogan? Was it Jo Bole So Nihal Saskia Kal? I don't know, but there's a yeah, slogan that's... that he keeps shouting. Okay, yeah." And obviously, Sunil so Sunil Shetty manages Akshay Kumar and manages to get Sunil Shetty out of his uh, uh, attention and escape. And then he realizes that these were the same guys. So there's a whole scene of how the Sardarjis and I. I don't know. Bollywood loves to mock Sardarjis at many times. So I don't know if it was intentional. Yeah. But the whole car scene of one falling and from one door and the other falling just ensued for so long. Uh, but I really liked Om Puri's uh, character. He brought, he brought a little yeah. bit of flavor to the whole plot. So. I'm definitely familiar with Om Puri's work, yeah. um, and he's acted in, in a couple of Hollywood movies too, like small roles. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's fine. He's, oh, he's acted. One of um, my favorite films of his in Hollywood is Hundred Foot Journey. I have watched that film that so many is, times. 
one of my wife's favorite. My wife obviously is not at all familiar with uh, mm. Indian films, but you know, obviously we watched any movies that has little any Hollywood movies that has like yeah. Indian elements to it. So yeah, that's one of her favorite movies as well. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. So he. He is a really he's good amazing. actor. I mean, that's he's an understatement. Amazing. He's a great actor. He's a great uh, actor. But I, I think his role, as small as it was, and this is where it's in contrast with Tabu. With Tabu's character, you can be like, you take it out or you put some other actor actress in it. You won't feel the difference. Or you won't feel no. like any loss and impact. But this was different. Like, yeah. the, a, 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 not a big character in the grand scheme of things, but... It was well written. He had a lot of funny lines. He delivered yeah. it well. He had and he had kind of a role to play towards in the end of the movie as well. So he he was really funny. I d I don't I didn't really feel like they were uh, the the movie made fun of, you know, the Sardars or anything like that. Um but he he brought a lot of like just good natured humor. Yeah. Um, physical comedy, all of that was just it it, it Perfect. fit perfectly in the film. Yeah. No, even I I didn't feel anything was offensive, but you know in today's world anybody and everybody takes an yeah. offense to everything. So I was just giving the disclaimer like maybe Bollywood was yeah. like that. I didn't think it was offensive at all. I really had a good laugh and I'm sure a lot of people would have as well. But just that element of how they were doing it, that car scene was like quite funny. And the way yeah, they yeah. come charging Absolutely. with the talwars, okay, all the swords, they come charging in like in sync. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you go on. <laughs> yeah. So he, he, I really loved his character. So anyways, they all head over to the, to rescue the, they, I think they confess to Kulprishan first uh, that, look, we're not the ones who've kidnapped There's somebody else, but we need the money. So we are going to get the daughter back uh, to you or whatever. So some 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 kind of dialogue uh, ensues there or whatever that happens. And they head over to Kabira's <laughs> big den where it is. I don't know, Benny, how are we going to spell this out for the listeners? Because you really have to watch that whole chaos, right? There is no dialogue we don't happening have to, at that point. We can just explain what the outcome of that thing is because honestly, it's all physical. Exactly. Physical humor and all of that. So uh, yeah, you could just tell the outcome and <laughs> but go from there. I have to. The one dialogue that stands out again, Mr. Parish Ravel, uh, Baburao Ganpat Apte, he's, like, he's totally beaten up, okay? Like he gets beaten up and gets entangled in the mess and obviously... At least Akshay Kumar and Sunil Shetty are young. So they are fighting it out. Parish Travel is in no zone to fight it out. And he, he gets beaten up and he's like, Jai Maharashtra, Marathi Manu, Zaga Ho. And all that stuff. <laughs> Randomly picks up the gun, which he's actually yeah. asking, whose is it? Whose is it? And then he just starts firing blindly. <laughs> that scene yeah. is just chaos. Utter chaos. Yeah, so, Parish Ravel is so, so good in that uh, scene. Uh, so yeah, I, I, anyway, they, so they managed to rescue the daughter, granddaughter. And Akshay Kumar says, I'll take the money and go. You guys go and give the granddaughter to the grandpa. And they do that. And uh, they, they come back home. So Rishi Shetty and Parish Ravel are waiting for Akshay Kumar to come. And he doesn't turn up. Well, obviously at this point, <laughs> um, again, I, we have to... Go with the flow, okay? Don't question it too much. But, uh, you know, it's apparently been, what, five hours, six hours? And um, both uh, Parish Rao's character and Sunil Shetty's character, now they start to think that, okay, Akshay Kumar has cheated them. He's ran off with the money because when they call, um, I think, where the mom is staying, Akshay Kumar's mother is staying, they say, oh, he came and took her and they left. 
So immediately the logic, you know, the logical conclusion is, okay, he has all the money. He took his mother and now he ran off. I fine. I buy till that makes sense. But immediately they decide, okay, let's call the cops and tell them. I'm like, no, wait, what? <laughs> Why is that your first conclusion? Give, give it some more time because you're, well, you're also going to get implicated. Why don't you give it some time? Think this through. There's no rush. <laughs> Literally, it can wait another day. Um, but you know what? The movie has to move. So they call the cops. And, you know, the whole time he was speaking on the phone, you don't really hear anything from the other line. No. For a moment, I thought maybe the phone lines are cut, and that's part of the <laughs> gag. Gag. <laughs> it's part of the. It's part of the humor here, and that he's them not actually, you know, similarly actually didn't confess to anything, uh, but he does. And then, of course, Akshay Kumar comes in, completely oblivious to everything, and he he gives an explanation for why he was missing for so long and all of that, which yeah. I don't. In the context of the movie, fine, but logically makes no sense. Make sense like uh honestly it's a it's a movie problem that could have been solved with one phone call and i <laughs> True. refuse to believe that Ashley Kumar's character would not especially after doing such a huge thing uh, uh, having all of that money that you wouldn't think to call and say hey i just like run into this thing i'll be i'll be there soon uh so a lot of things kind of you know they don't really uh make any kind of sense but that's what happens but yeah all but of that to say benefit. I'll give him benefit of the doubt. There were no mobile yeah, phones. Yeah, yeah. They were not contactable. Maybe he didn't find a public booth. Who knows? <laughs> Too many holes for him. Fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so they, they, and they tell him too, like, hey, this is what we thought. And of course, actually, Kamara's shocked. But by then the cops come, um, they, they, they get arrested. And of course, the good old grandfather <laughs> comes to the rescue again. And he says, no, um, you know, let just free them, release them. You know, yes. they didn't do anything wrong. My granddaughter was saved only because of them. I'm not going to press charges. And of course, they're let go. Tabu's character also just gets like a brief glimpse and she's very happy as she joyfully wipes away a non-existent <laughs> tear from Dude. her face. <laughs> uh, no. You know what was the biggest part for me? So Akshay Kumar says, I don't want my mother to see me like this being dragged in handcuffs. Can we go yes, behind? Yes, and I was going to mention that. Okay. okay. The mom is sitting in the car. There is this Jeep right behind her car and it's <laughs> flicking the wrench. It's flashing all this bright. Flashing yeah. that light. And I'm like, fine, you don't hear the sound. But the light, is it not hitting you? Like, what's going on? And then they're like, it's just next to each other. I thought maybe it's at the backyard or whatever. But no, no. She was right there. (laughs) Also, I was thinking, (laughs) so what's the plan? Like, the the cops will take you away. How long is your mom going to sit in the car? car. Exactly. (laughs) Who's going to go and tell her? Or who's going to, she's going to just, she's going to be so confused, like, waking up and be like, where is my son? (laughs) Where am I? What's going on? Who do I call? Complete confusion. So I was like, yeah, no but proper I think by this uh, point, thought here. By this point, Priyadarshan and the writer probably stopped thinking. They're like, we just need to wrap yeah. this up. Like the mother's yeah, not important yeah, yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And that's it. That's the that's the end of the story. So, wow, Benny, this is record time for us. I, think. <laughs> <laughs> we I mean, it's a pretty simple plot, right? It's, yeah. uh, you know, we have discussed some heavy movies on yeah. our show. Um, and a lot of them have some strong themes. They have s- strong philosophies behind them. 
messaging behind them. This movie is not any of those. It's just a simple time pass film. You go in, you laugh, you have fun. Correct. Uh, you're done with it, and then you don't think about it, right? Like that's exactly. the kind of film, and and that's totally fine. You know, we need movies like of course, of course, we need movies to distract ourselves and just forget the problem, like real world problems, for a while. And, Agreed. Agreed. You know, so in that respect, this movie did its job. So Completely. yeah, there's yeah. not a lot to break <laughs> down, to but uh, yeah. <laughs> there there are things to discuss. Um, so let's start with the performances. So we kind of talked about Parish Rawal, um, and, and kind of in relation to that, one of the things that really worked for me here was the the physical humor. Right. When yeah. I say physical humor, I mean kind of like the slapstick comedy, you know, where people kind of like hitting each other, falling down, right. you know, those kind of things that make you laugh. Um, you know, I, I realized that the, the the best kind of comedies are where the adults act like children. <laughs> right? in, in the real world, if someone does that, you get annoyed. You're like, why is this person behaving so childishly? In a movie, it's different. In a movie, it's actually funny, right? Because that does not have a direct effect on you. Impact on you. <laughs> it doesn't inconvenience you. It doesn't make you go like, what? what's wrong with this person? Uh, so this movie had a lot of that, a lot of physical humor. You had likable characters, right? Like there wasn't yeah, some, anyone I was really like, annoyed by no um, no not even the villains uh gulshan grover was also yeah, slightly yeah. funny in the way he was talking and yeah. acting so yeah. uh they were all like pretty straight characters uh and, and i think one of the reasons the the ensemble or the combination worked was just the three central characters right like Parish yeah. Rawal, akshay kumar and sunil shetty each of them had like defined characteristics as far as their comedic persona uh, persona in this film was because Parishal was like the hilarious guy right like yeah, yeah. not like i'm making jokes laugh kind of funny more like no. the things that he says how he says it how he expresses himself and yeah. then you have people around him reacting to that so sunil shetty's character was more like the straight guy you know like so yeah. he was mostly reacting to everything as a normal person would and so that interaction between his character and Parishal's character that humor was derived because yeah. of their roles. Similarly, yeah. Akshay Kumar, I, I think Akshay Kumar was a cross between Parish Rao's character and Sunil Chetty's character, right? Because he also had a lot of comedic elements to him, but he was mostly playing straight. And yeah, so you he has one these... of my uh, favorite lines, which we'll come to. Favorite, and it's a meme also. So I absolutely okay. <laughs> love yeah, that so bit about him. <laughs> the three of them together was just a perfect combination. I think the casting... We'll talk about Sunil Shetty, but I think the casting <laughs> mostly worked. Uh, I think the three of them coming together, uh, I think it worked. And obviously a reason for why this movie is still so popular. Um, the the physical humor that they brought to this film and the dialogues and the dialogue delivery, the iconic you know lines that are still repeated today. Um, I think that was a huge part of why this movie was successful. And now like for me watching it after all these years, yeah. Uh, even though it, I wouldn't call it like my favorite film or like the best comedy that I watched, it was funny. Like uh, I didn't necessarily regret the time that I spent watching it. It was a good time pass, and I felt like okay, the actors did a pretty good job with it. So the performances yeah. led by Parish Rawal, um, obviously he was the standout, um, and Akshay Kumar mostly did a good job. I thought he overacted at times, but he was pretty good. 
and then we can talk about Sunil Shetty. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I I I feel like at that point because you got to see who all the actors were in Bollywood at that point, right? It was mm-hmm. Sanjay Dutt, it was uh, Akshay Kumar, Sunil Shetty, who were these action hero movies kind of and I think when they were doing action there wasn't the criteria to be a great actor or anything for acting you went to like the artsy films or yeah. Amir did some great acting or people say Shah Rukh did so yeah Shah Rukh also had some good movies in the 90s which I quite liked so but they were like becoming the superstars Amir, Shah Rukh they were on that route right the competition of superstars so they were in different league Akshay Sunil Shetty were not hailed as like great actors or anything but I realize Akshay Kumar has gone a transformation. And you can see from his career graph, okay, how well his chart has transformed. But by God, Sunil Shetty, I have no idea, Benny, how he kept getting male lead actor roles. Like, how bad were the choices at that point? I'm sorry. Well, he, cannot, he cannot emote. He has the same monotone. He doesn't have any yeah. voice modulation. He has no change of expressions. And I'm like, I'm like, Dude, what is what is going on? Seriously, I really think uh, Akshay Kumar and Parish Rawal carried the film. Sunil Shetty was just reacting like he was there. See, here, he was there. Here, <laughs> so here's the thing. So Sunil Shetty, it, I, I think he looks pretty good. Like he's a good looking guy. And I think for the longest time, Indian cinema has always prioritized looks over totally. acting ability. Right? Totally. Uh, which is why a lot of models turn actors in the Indian film industries. Uh, uh, Shetty, John Abraham he, is a great example of why <laughs> models shouldn't act. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but the thing about the, the, these same models or these the, these actors who look good and they, they decide to perform or get into like performing roles, uh, they also have like a good physical presence to them, right? You know, like Sunil Shetty, he's, he's, a, he's a pretty decent sized guy. And if he yeah, did yeah, a lot of well built. yeah, if he did a lot of villain roles, it may suit him. And I know he has tried some even in other yeah. industries. He's acted in a Tamil film recently too with Rajnikanth. Um, so he brings that kind of physical presence, which can be menacing if the character is written well. In a movie like this, which is a comedy, and you need like funny performances, it. it it didn't work really well for him. No, not at And all. I think everyone else had to perform to kind of carry the film. And Better, he yeah. was very fortunate to be caught up in that. <laughs> exactly. And, and get carried away <laughs> in it. Exactly, my point. Um, thankfully, he didn't drag the film down. He no, wasn't no, he terrible, didn't. but he didn't bring anything different or new. Part of that is also the way the character was written, but... Listen, the first scene itself, the first scene of the film itself, he starts it off, right? Yeah. And so he gets a lot of the film's important scenes, including emotional scenes. Which, Why? <laughs> if you thought he wasn't great Why? as a comedian. Horrible. <laughs> trust me, He's in the awesome. emotional, he was missing in those emotional uh, scenes. I mean, there's a scene, right, when he discovers Tabu's poverty and the reason behind her, uh, why she wants the job. And I was like, oh my God, Tabu without even being at her 50% potential in yeah. this film. Okay. Like Tabu is probably just sailing through. She's like, okay, I'll turn up. I'll act. I'll do something. Get out. She's yeah. still 100% better than him. Like, she, like there's no match. That's what I'm saying. Tabu should have been pitched against Akshay Kumar in terms of then you could, again, 
wide gap taboos far far brilliant than any of these people but i'm thinking of all the people it had to be sunil shetty like poor tabu anyways yeah he you know like um his expression was pretty much the same for anything whether he oh, was yes. happy or sad or angry or he had the same expression which was yeah. really off putting <laughs> completely um like, but his dialogue yeah, delivery is so bad benny like yeah, so bad I, like how I'm, would somebody not teach him voice basic voice modulation as an actor <laughs> He uh I'm just glad he didn't get uh, to play the role played by Akshay Kumar cuz then oh my I God, think yeah. the film would have just been no. would have bombed I think would I don't think it would have worked. In fact yeah. I would you know I I see the same thing with Ajay Devgan you know like he's not a great actor but for some reason he's a lot more successful than Sunil Shetty. Maybe it's oh, the roles better. that no, no, he's, he's better gotten. than Sunil Shetty. He's better. I actually like Ajay Devgan in some of the movies I have watched. Okay. He's actually much better than Sunil Shetty. I I can't say on the voice modulation angle, but I think he's chosen good scripts and he's turned up with good movies. And I think that's I think that's a big factor like you know if you're not the greatest of actors, I think you yeah, can still get by actor. if you get yeah. good roles. If good yeah. like well-written roles, you can still get by and I I think that's where Sunil Shetty kind of never really made it to the next level. Mm-hmm. You know like Akshay Kumar has exploded since then Parish Rawal is obviously yeah. one of the most successful actors in Bollywood. But Sunil Shetty is you know like if you think about Sunil Shetty you always think about movies he's done you know like in the past like you know yeah. all those years ago uh even though he's still active. So yeah he's kind of one of those uh character actors who I don't think really no just Absolutely. never made it who never progressed essentially no, never, never improved, never. Uh, he so. didn't have the potential benny let me just let me just be honest with that i'm glad people so, realize that who would who do you think could have played this role better from my god back then from that time? You know, available actors i'm trying to think who it was then who all were there because what about salman khan was, salman khan could have nailed it actually he could have I, I'll be honest. Was that phase when he was doing a lot of uh, comedy, comedy. comedies? Because he was in. I was watching. I rewatched Andaz Apna Apna last week again, and by God, Salma. Actually, I know Amir gets a lot of praise, and Paresh Rawal gets, and they were like really fantastic uh, comedians in that ensemble. And 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 we should cover it at some point on a podcast. Uh, it's just that Salman Khan's was very underrated. I don't think anybody expected Salman to perform well in comedy and he actually did a good job. I enjoyed his character a lot more this time. Uh so yeah, yeah. actually Salman would have actually done a done a definitely better job than Sunil Shetty. Uh <laughs> Salman of again, Salman of 90s and not this. Huh? Salman of today is just like I I stopped watching It's a different beast. Salman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just I stopped I think the last Salman movie I watched in theater was Bodyguard and I haven't watched any Salman movies after that. uh because uh, akshay kumar and he were in what mutse shaadi karogi another mindless comedy with priyanka chopra uh around the same time at between 2003 and 7 that movie released i can't remember when um it was quite crazy comedy as always uh nothing yeah. nothing great uh, but yeah they both clicked well uh, with each other so you know who was supposed to do the role originally it was sanjay dat um Sanjay Dutt. Um, hmm. I don't know. I, I feel like uh, I don't know if he would have worked as well. I mean, I know he he's done obviously Monabai and BBS. Like I was just going to say, he can for do. Me, 
He can do. He can do funny roles. He can do comedic yeah. roles. I always feel like he would have been too imposing of a presence. Possibly. <laughs> and he was the biggest star at that point as well compared to yeah. Akshay Kumar. So I don't Because uh, the the character of Sham, you know, as big guy as he is, he's also like one of those guys who can get pushed around, who can get bullied yeah. like when if Akshay Kumar is chasing him, you can believe, okay, I can believe. Yeah. I cannot buy Akshay Kumar chasing Sanjay. Chasing Dutt. Sanjay, Dutt. Sanjay yeah, yeah. And like I, I said, he was a much bigger star at that point with Kalnayak yeah. and all those releases. So I don't know how it would have played out. Anyway, so he was caught up in the court case and he had to turn yeah. up every day yeah. in the court. So he couldn't do shoot in the mornings during the day, only night. And that's why he recommended Sunil Shetty. I don't know if it was okay. a great recommendation. But anyway, it made <laughs> it gave Sunil Shetty a hit film. And uh, like I said, Karishma Kapoor was intelligent enough and decided I don't want to turn up on this film. I don't have enough rule. Uh, but I think Tabu did it as a favor. So that's what. Uh, but coming back, uh, what were your favorite quotes or lines that we didn't cover uh, while we were talking about? Uh... Uh, th- th- well, some of the things that stand out are not necessarily just the, the, the quotes themselves, but the way like some things are relevant. mentioned or yeah. Yeah, said. So for example, uh, Parishal's character, uh, for risk, he says <laughs> risk. <laughs> and for helmet he says hamlet, hamlet and he says it with so much confidence, <laughs> confidence that it makes you doubt yourself like wait a minute is it supposed to be risk or ricks <laughs> so uh i just love the way he 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 would say those things and with so much uh confidence i mean yeah. as far as iconic lines um I mean, I feel like you can say it better because I'm not like a natural <laughs> Hindi speaker. But even in the context of the film, just like him reacting to some of these absurd scenarios, like you mentioned that whole like when he's giving Sunil Shetty like a tour of the yeah. quote unquote <laughs> house uh, and he's kind of explaining how to use the bathroom and like you have to sing when you're using the toilet, all those things. Just like how he made all these absurd things sound so plausible. Like it sounds yeah. like very, when it comes from out of his mouth, it seems like, yeah, that's logical, but it's not. It's, it's absurd. It's, the, it's absurd, um, totally. And a lot of the uh, back and forths, like, you know, when he's on the phone and he has to answer all these like wrong calls, <laughs> uh, like his frustration, you know, <laughs> through his responses, uh, those are all like really funny. So for me too, like, and I think which are like the most popular memes uh, on the internet. If you lo- look up for Hera Fairy, so one of them was Uthalere Baba. And he says that with a Marathi Hindi accent. Okay. And I, 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 I cannot get it perfect, but he says Uthalere Baba. Uh, so Uthalere Baba, or you know, you say, oh God, just take me a- away. Like, you know, but yeah, yeah. then he adds on. Because Akshay Kumar and Sunil Shetty are warring all the time. He's like, please yeah. spare me and take these two away. <laughs> and the other one is Akshay Kumar hires a set of people, right? When he gets his mother to show the construction site and the office and stuff. So the office guy, his secretary who greets him, the guy playing it like goes into too much overacting mode. So he tells the other guy, cut overacting ka. So cut cut 50 rupees for his overacting. That meme so. I've seen a lot. <laughs> Whenever I'm watching Bollywood films and I'm like, oh my God, this guy's going so OTT. I'm like, oh, 50 rupees cut over, overacting cut. You know, it needs to cut. So those are like like my favorite uh, dialogues uh, from the film. Uh, but there are many iconic ones, uh, honestly. Like I said, I think every Parish travel scene can turn into a meme or an iconic or sarcasm or which you can 
uh, hit out at your friends or colleagues or whatever so those were great i had some uh favorite scenes or scenes that i watched ah, and i was like okay that, that sure. was really good i think i mentioned the first scene you know like the whole him asking yeah. uh, or actually very confidently going and you know claiming that that's his job, job. and needs his job um I, I like that because it kind of set the tone for the film and you kind of knew what, okay, how this movie is going to be, you know, it's going to be absurd. It's going to be silly. Um, and the, the character played by, or, or the manager character. And you said, uh, was that Asrani Govan? Asrani. Asrani. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so his, he was a, uh, funny character. I, you know, like he, he, like I said, he's got a very funny face and you just watch it. You look at that face and you just immediately start smiling and you <laughs> laugh. Um, he he his role is obviously like kind of small and relative to everybody else's but the few scenes that he had they were really hilarious um now you know the, i did mention like you know the, the one of the things that aged or that hasn't aged well is when he's trying to convince Tabu's character to like woo you know rod um sham so that he can you know he backs off and all of that yeah while i didn't necessarily enjoy it it kind of made sense in, in the context of the film but what I really actually like laughed out loud was um, <laughs> at the end of that <laughs> forever song, the song that goes on forever and ever. Um, eventually, like when Sunil Shetty's character, like they're at the bus stop, he gets on this bus. Tabu also gets on the bus and the manager is so <laughs> happy. There's this guy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> there's, there's this guy who's observing all of this. <laughs> And he goes to the manager and he's like trying to enlist his services. And I have to say, like, you know, Australia's like, you know, like expressions are priceless because he's so ecstatic. And then you see it go turn to confusion and then to like this absolute anger at him. Like, what do you think? What, who do you think I am? It's like essentially saying, like, that you're a pimp, right? Yep. <laughs> And then he's like trying to run away or like trying to go away. And like that scene, I'm really glad that Priya Darshan actually didn't like cut immediately. Like he let, uh, you know, a lot of the times what happens in funny movies or TV shows is like they'll crack a joke or they'll have like a funny scene, but then they'll cut away pretty quickly. They don't linger on the joke and it kind of loses its impact. Right. But in this, it, he kind of dragged on because like he's trying to like kind of go away from this bystander but the bystander keeps going behind him and it's like <laughs> True. can you help me too can you help me too and then they're kind of weaving through the crowd i was like okay that was that was a really really good scene that was like one of those small really irrelevant scene to the movie <laughs> yeah, it didn't yeah. have it didn't add anything to the plot or whatever but nothing 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 and uh, like I feel, you know, sometimes when even I, when, like, I was watching Hera Ferry and we think about what jokes aged well or what haven't, etc. Somewhere I feel at least we could laugh it off without being judged for what we are laughing it off. Yeah. yeah. And now you're like thinking twice, oh, should I discuss this or should I laugh it off? Or is it acceptable to <laughs> think of it as a joke? And I feel like somehow yeah. that joy has gone out. You know, there was, there was a lot of innocence where you were not overthinking. Uh, you were just yeah. going with the flow. Uh, so, yeah, to me, like, I don't, I was thinking whether Hera Ferry sits in my top five Bollywood comedies, etc. Probably not. Uh, but there are scenes which will still make you laugh out loud. Uh, yeah, for sure. So definitely one time watch, I would 
totally recommend anybody who's I mean, not watched it give it a shot i think uh, one of the true testaments to this film is that you don't even have to watch the entire movie to enjoy Ooh. it you could watch Ooh. clips of this film right like th- just that scene that i referenced like that whole bus stop scene if even if you had just watched like that 5 or 6 minute clip of that scene minus a song it's by itself that's funny it's it's yes. hilarious you laugh at it and you know and then you move on like it's it's just one of those movies where you know you wish they had focused more on that than trying to do all these songs trying Agreed. to add a lot of emotional heft which it kind of worked to some extent but i don't know i i, I didn't it almost asked too much of sunil shetty and akshay kumar you know like the emotional <laughs> scenes because that's yeah. like sunil shetty we already mentioned like how he was yeah. not really up to the task akshay kumar who was like really great in the funny parts right like his physical humor his dialogue delivery but when it came to like the emotional part where he was like telling like you know he was saying oh, yeah i'll do it again like i i will i will fool people i'll defraud people mm. i'll do anything for my mom he kind of hamps it up and he kind of overacts in that scene and i yeah, almost felt does. bad for him because i was like you didn't need this <laughs> you're doing this fine <laughs> yeah so, but he does uh, even if you see see i think he's i feel he's drastically improved as an actor and i really yeah, like some of yeah, his films uh, i he does serious scenes well now now yeah but in that film but in heraphery not great <laughs> nobody still doesn't do emotional scenes great he can do serious mm. scenes but not necessarily emotional scenes really well right. he doesn't move me as a actor for emotional scenes and for me that is a big key whether you are feeling right. what the actor is feeling so i quite enjoy a lot of his movies but yeah as like an emotional level he doesn't make you feel anything so fair enough and that's okay but you know he's he's identified as niche he's got his hits he's a big star in bollywood works for him you know so another <clears throat> another scene that i liked which you know i feel like i've been a little harsh on sunil shetty but uh <laughs> one of the few scenes that i thought he did pretty decently was the scene where he kind of turns the tables on akshay kumar because akshay kumar uh, or raju has been bullying sham for the longest time and is pre- yeah. is in fact responsible for Tabu's character getting the job Correct. over Sunil Shetty, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I would be really mad if I was yeah. Shetty. So I understand if <laughs> he wanted to go and beat him up. But that scene where he, you know, uh, Raju uh, or Sham finds out that, you know, Raju's taking a tour. He, he's dressed up nicely, you know, and he's taking his mom on this tour of this building that's being under yeah, construction. Yeah. And he turns the tables on uh, on uh, Raju in that scene where he knows Raju is at his mercy yeah. and Raju you can see the panic <laughs> and the fear on his face and he's merciful but at the same time you know like he's messing with him and yeah. you know like you know like so that scene I actually enjoyed because uh, it was one of those rare good moments for the character but also for Sunoshetty to do something that I could be like <laughs> all right he's he's pretty good at this scene. I get it I get it why you're in this film kind of moment <laughs> yeah yeah so Well so I have some lingering questions on some things and Got again it. Bollywood movie like the usual disclaimer Bollywood movie you you know you take everything with a pinch of salt all of that stuff but one of those things that I didn't understand was why were the kidnappers wearing military fatigues was it ever explained <laughs> why what was no. their background <laughs> no. so 
I I asked the same question to Amit when my husband when I was watching. I'm like, why are they all in military uniforms? Is it just the fad? And he's like, no, maybe because, because they just. It's kind of referenced in that one scene, right, where the cops, um, they they kind of have both the the gang, the Parish Rawal, Akshay Kumar, yeah. Sunil Shetty, and the actual kidnappers who are in military fatigue. They're standing uh, just outside the car. They kind yeah. of have them both, kind of like they are all raising their hands, with you know, when the cops are up there, and the cops are essentially say, "Okay, you can leave." And when you know these three guys start to leave, he's like, "No, not you guys," and he <laughs> essentially says, "You in the military, you can leave." And that was the only time that was even like brought up. Brought up, and it's never yeah. mentioned. Like, are these like are they like some no. militant group or are they? ஒரு The cops have them dead rights. They've caught yeah. them. The, all the guns are on these three. And the grandfather comes and he's like worried like something will happen to his granddaughter. But I'm like, wh- on what basis are you worried? Because the kidnappers are here. Like in, in your mind, the kidnappers are here. All the cops have to do is just beat the truth out of them. And they will tell you where they've put the daughter. The, the, the granddaughter is not in any danger at the moment okay. because the kidnappers are arrested. he goes out of his way to foil the cops and have these three escape which yeah. i was like even having to buy into this logic that was like such a huge leap and i could not accept like okay this is a reasonable or this is a rational decision that this character would make <laughs> it wasn't because then the rest okay. of the movie wouldn't have happened <laughs> so there was no rational and kind of related to that too you know again with the grandfather like when these three essentially reveal themselves and say hey yeah. they they remove their mask and say you know this is what's happening and we can help you once again the grandfather just like fine okay yeah i trust you i'm like yeah oh, just get on, on. <laughs> so the grandfather character was it was i i didn't think it was written very well it was just no. a lot of like you know we need to make this happen somehow so we'll just make the character behave like this which is not always the best sign <laughs> that this movie, In a movie is top notch no like i like i said like, i don't think there was a lot of thought given to characters to the sub plots in this movie the focus was these three and the focus was like let's turn it into mindless comedy so i don't think a lot of thought went into it uh think of it maybe he just thought what if they have a gang who are still holding my these three are the main guys here but what if the gang has been told that if we don't turn up then you go and kill the granddaughter uh, you know what if they've left their uh, gang behind so that's the only fear that he could have had but honestly there was no logic penny I don't think there was any logic. Otherwise, the movie okay, wouldn't I'm, have happened. I know, and I'm I'm t- telling myself as you're telling me, I'm I'm also telling myself like, okay, don't overthink that. This. this is a comedy. don't overthink this. This is a mindless <laughs> comedy. Like, there's no plot. There's just one plot, and that's it. Like, they just want to get yeah. over with it. Do you feel like they make movies like this anymore? Like, I know there are lots of comedies or lots of comedies that try to imbibe the character 
of this film, like kind of where three bumbling, non-traditional heroes or protagonists, they have to kind of find a solution when they're kind of put up against like criminals or like whoever, the gangsters, and they have to save the day. That template has been used a lot, not just in Bollywood, even like in Tamil movies that I've watched, a lot of those movies are there. Um, but do you think they make movies like this, like where the emphasis is on humorous situations or like just like dialogues, um, just the absurdity of the characters themselves? Have you seen a lot of movies like that since then? Um so they have, but they've not necessarily worked for me. So uh, there was Garam Masala, which was another Priyadarshan film. And I think there was um, Dostana uh, also, which had a bit of gay humor and they had three big stars and they were trying to do it. Um, but really didn't, didn't really, they were not memorable films. I watched it once and I've forgotten what happened in them, honestly. So I'm trying to think okay. after Hera Fairy, for me, it was Munna Bhai, uh, okay. which was great, uh, uh, yeah. which I think are my favorite uh, films. Uh, my top most are, I think, Jane Bido, Yaro, Golmal, uh, Andaz Apna Apna. I can just get up and watch anytime and I still love them. It's still great humor. Uh, a lot of it is clean humor. So it's good fun. Right. Uh, so Munna Bhai worked, I think, 2003 and both the Munna Bhais. I think I really enjoyed them uh, because it came at a very, again, very different style of writing and never seen Sanjay Dutt in a comedy role, kind of. Arshad right. Varsi was a killer. Circuit was an iconic character in my, in my yeah. view. Arshad Varsi just nailed it. I'm trying to think of what others... Um, I literally went and opened up a list of top 25 called Bollywood movies or top comedies of Bollywood nothing really clicked much as such. I, Bollywood has lost its essence in terms of doing mindless comedy, I think. Which, I think which came up was Delhi Belly was good fun, I thought. Uh, but Delhi yeah, Belly was very chaotic also. Yeah, that was like a dark also. comedy kind it of. Was dark, it was a black comedy, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's more black. So Ludo, Delhi Belly, they're like black comedies, which worked for me. Yeah. I'm trying to think like, but a mindless comedy like this, uh, no. I, I you know, when know. you think of like a family film, right? Like a family entertainer yeah. outside yeah. of like those romantic, like NRIs romancing in Switzerland, no, no, no. you know, like yeah, yeah. outside yeah. of those, a movie set in Not India, like go. in a very identifiable scenario and yeah. all of that and just regular characters bumping Correct. through like funny situations. I feel like you need like good writers, yeah. director and actors to pull it off. And I feel like that's, always a combination that's really hard to get it it's right. hard to get it's hard to um, get i'm trying to think like which others um yeah but jane tu ya jane na was great writing but again it's a rom-com it's not really pure comedy it's a romance comedy uh so yeah. and it is good writing great dialogues again um but yeah really nothing like hits like this uh i i can't i can't really speak for hindi films but uh in uh, if you if you take Tamil films, there are two yeah. films that I, I want to give like honorable mentions to if people want to go check it out. If they like this movie, Hera Fairy, or they want to watch movies similar to this and don't mind checking out other languages. So there was a recent film. Uh, I can't remember. I think it was probably four or five years ago now. Uh, but it's called Kalakalapa, 
which mm-hmm. is essentially uh, what it means is just like kind of like chaos, but chaos in a good way. It's like mm. fun, you know. Uh, it's kind of similar where it's two friends and then they get into all these weird scenarios and cops and gangsters and like there's like a romantic angle, but not none of which this detracts from the humor. And there's like no bloodshed. It's all like slapstick comedy and like funny dialogues. Um, I would go as far to say that it's kind of like the Tamil uh, version of where like there are memes and like iconic like dialogues from uh. that, which people reference in popular culture these days. Um, and one of the OGs is actually like a movie starring Kamal Hassan. Um, this was probably like 10, 15 years ago. Uh, I wasn't completely off base. Um, but he, this was like a multi-starter too. And it involved actors from other Southern states, like from Kerala, Karnataka, oh. and all of that. Uh, it's called Panchat, Panchatantram. And okay. it's hilarious. It's probably one of the funniest Tamil movies ever made. So I'm, I'm sure it's available on one of the streaming devices, because it, uh, streaming platforms, because it's really one of those popular Tamil movies of all time. It's super hilarious. And again, it's just a lot of uh, slapstick comedy, but also the dialogues, the writing and yeah. that is just top notch. It's excellent. And you don't necessarily need to be a fluent Tamil language speaker to un- to get the humor of it. Um, with Love subtitles, it. it'll do a pretty decent job <laughs> by itself. So, um, so when I think of those movies, I feel like those are all like spiritual successors to movies like Hera Fairy because they kind of prove that you can make movies like this it doesn't have to have life or death consequences it doesn't need to have like blood and violence you can just take your family laugh and then leave and you know yeah. have a good time mm-hmm. so it's definitely not impossible to make movies like this i just think we're in this phase in indian cinema right now where due to the success uh of films like rrr kgf uh Bahubali, you know, like everyone wants to make violent action thrillers. Now, mm. I love those movies, by the way, but <laughs> I do wish there was space for movies for like, like, yeah, lighthearted films like uh, Hera Fairy and more of those films. Now I feel like those kind of movies feature like second like tier actors who probably yeah. can get like the bigger roles and the bigger roles, yeah, possible. Uh, they don't get to work with the bigger directors so they are the ones who end up doing those roles uh and doing those films but because the emphasis is on all these like uh action movies or not just action movies violent action films <laughs> um people don't really go or enjoy as much you know and i think so that's part of it but also like they just don't make films like this they don't make as many films like this anymore. So I think it's, we're due for another phase where they make lighthearted films like this featuring like good performers and good writing. So we are, um, we are overdue. And I, I wonder if that phase will come back, Benny, because uh, we've become so sensitive uh, in general uh, across on, if you see on social media or People take offense so easily. You know, humor yeah. is not humor anymore. What's a joke for me is not a joke for somebody else. And you get schooled on it. So the phase of uh, mindless comedy, taking jokes just for the sake of jokes is, I think might be difficult to pull it off 
in in this yeah. era you cannot satisfy everyone so do you want the outrage and the backlash uh, <laughs> from people so people just think twice i think it's sad uh, to be very honest because some of these movies are such great fun uh, i was having a very tough time at work last week and i kept watching uh, i watched jani uh, and andaz apna apna completely without skipping a single line or scene i watched clips of jane bido yaro i watched clips of munna bhai and i was like ah that's just taken off so much pressure <laughs> of my <laughs> head and yeah. i like they just don't make any stress buster films like this anymore so yeah and the one argument that i've heard from filmmakers whenever this topic is brought up is that they they kind of shift the blame on the audience they say well audience don't want to watch those anymore if How do they you know? they go in droves <laughs> to watch movies like kgf and rrr and then all these comedy films are just trans- sent straight to like streaming platforms why would we make those films um but my my thing is like listen everybody has different tastes in movies just because the overwhelming or the overriding flavor of the month is action films that doesn't mean there are people out there who only want to watch those movies there are still people True. who don't necessarily enjoy violent action films they want to watch family films they want to watch movies with kids in them for instance like yeah. you know like family friendly stuff that you can take your kids to so we need space for those films too and we need agreed people to make those films so don't just think just because this is popular this is the only kind of films we can make for the foreseeable future you can make those kind of lighthearted films films too. yeah so i think you know here this is where uh, slightly digressing but k dramas uh, helped me a bit because mm. i was craving this kind of mindless comedies and uh, two of them which i saw which is absolutely hilarious uh, one one was pegasus market which stars one of my favorite actors kim pyung chul who's really funny if he has to be uh, he's brilliant and then uh, last year i saw goss electronics which was just office comedy just mindless just completely there's no plot it's just mindless humor and i was like oh wow people are making these things in k dramas so i'll stick to at least i'm getting my dose of comedy uh, from from that yeah. side of uh, the the space of world so yeah uh, i really hope anyway like i keep saying you know on all our episodes bollywood is really in a slump uh, they really need good content and they just not finding any which is why we are struggling with to cover any recent uh, movies i think um, <laughs> so coming to the rating of this film so again i f- i feel like i have to give disclaimers here because i know this is a very popular film for a lot of people and especially for people for who for whom this movie was a big part of their childhood uh i almost feel like i have to defend myself <laughs> give my you rating you don't have to benny <laughs> But you have to keep in mind that I'm again I'm not like a natural Hindi speaker um yeah. and I'm watching this movie like more than 2 decades later so our tastes have evolved and everything you know, things have changed so keeping in mind uh all of that I would give this movie 7 and a half out of 10 and again a huge part of why that is the the music the songs completely detracted I think a good half point or one point i would take away just because of that because it 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 felt like forced interval or forced intermission during this times where you're getting so engrossed in the movie the the antics and then the plot gets moving 
but then these songs would come out of nowhere and they were not even like good songs that was a i think that was the criminal part of it at least if they were memorable songs i'd have been like okay fine i can forgive you yeah <laughs> but, i'll deal but, with it yeah the songs were uh, they interrupted the flow they weren't good it it was like i had to like skip through the songs the first song i kind of listened most of it and i was like okay i'm not doing this <laughs> so every other song i had to keep skipping through and so the, it really derailed the flow for me um and then uh the, the movie itself like you know it's a very basic plot um with a lot of logical uh you know like logical leaps that we had to take to kind of buy the story and buy the kind of the plot moving along uh so all of those kind of like shaved off those points for which you know obviously for why i can't give it a full 10 uh <laughs> but i i still give it a seven and a half just mainly because of parish rawal's performance i think he elevated this film to cult cult status um his appearance you know like i mentioned his glasses his expressions his constant looks of this confusion and irritation his iconic dialogues all of those i think were like the highlight of this film but also not to take away anything away from his co-actors again apologies to sanushati but you know he did just because <laughs> just because rahul got a winning match winning yes, innings today yeah. and sanushati. he is sanushati's son-in-law you don't have to be so kind to sanushati yeah, sanil okay. <laughs> for those who don't know sanushati's son-in-law is a famous indian cricketer who is currently playing in the cricket world cup and he actually had a very good day today so um <laughs> even with that even with that um you know like he he didn't derail the movie for me but he could have been a lot better um but yeah ov- overall like the cast i thought even all of the small characters uh, in this film too uh but overwhelmingly led by parish rawal i think with the highlight of this film uh and you could just like sit and laugh and just enjoy that time and you know just walk away and just be like all right that was a fun movie I mean I'll watch it again but it was fun and definitely I will enjoy the memes that have come out of this film because now I get the context and yeah. uh if I ever happen upon the clips on TV or on YouTube I'll definitely watch it so 7 and a half it's definitely recommended if you enjoy lighthearted comedies and just want to kind of peek into uh you know old Bollywood comedies and how they used to make <laughs> Bollywood yeah. comedies uh definitely a must see Yeah, definitely. Uh you're more generous than I am. I would give it a 7. <laughs> really? <laughs> I thought you would give it a much higher rating. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Look, that's what I said. Hera Feri has a lot of cult following. I am not one of those. Um because I feel like other comedies were much much superior and have stood the test of time for me. Uh like okay. I said the songs were just the songs when I I was really skipping through the songs this time. I'm like why are these songs even there? so seven for me um but yeah baburao ganpatapte remains my favorite one of my favorite characters i love watching parish rawal in that role uh, so yeah uh, for the dialogues and some of them were very sharp witted the retorts and the banter was great fun to watch uh, omkuri yeah. was also fun so yeah seven on yeah. 10 but yes because they don't make comedies uh, in bollywood anymore i would definitely tell the listeners go watch it it's a fun watch if you want to de stress after a hard working day this is a great watch <laughs> go enjoy yeah. it so this yeah, is our that's... lowest rated film <laughs> so far <Yeah>. on this <laughs> podcast 
but that doesn't mean it's a terrible movie because trust me if no. we do actual terrible movies our ratings will drop below five oh uh so we're keeping that Definitely. average up there um, Definitely, we've not yet got to a stage where we want to start thrashing movies yet. We we will we will eventually we will get to point. it. Yeah, there are some, some nominees. <laughs> <laughs> there are some nominees for those, but uh, one day, one day we'll get to those. One day. So to our listeners, thank you for listening. Uh, again, please be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at underscore talking talkies. You can subscribe to the podcast for the latest episodes and uh, do spread the word about the show to your friends. This has been your host, Benny. I'm Mina. And we'll see you at the next movie.